0: Hey everybody, and welcome to the second episode of the Magic Circuit. I'm Ben. I'm Mia, and I have a little bit of a head cold coming on, but nothing will oh, stop no. me from rambling about my favorite anime shit. So <laughs> here we go. Our lineup for today: we're going to start up with a quick wrap up of Christmas, uh, particularly the JP server version. Then we're going to be talking about uh, the Time Temple and Merlin and the whole end of Act One of the Grand Order story. Uh, from there, we'll probably be talking about quantum time locks, just as a way Ooh. to flex our lore knowledge, and also because <laughs> they're uh, they're so important to the time temple and all, and they're not something that's actually explained uh, anywhere unless you're one of the, I think, relatively few people who's actually played Fate Extella.
1: Yeah, I don't and love then...
0: the gameplay of it, and I feel like that's Yeah, no, it's a that... bad game. It's one of the worst games I've ever played in my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot you played it. <laughs> yeah, but the lore is really good. Uh, yes definitely true and then we'll probably do another random wiki page at the end so
1: hell yeah hell yeah
0: that's our agenda for
1: this episode anything you want to say before we get going Mia? i didn't even think you were gonna do a whole freaking uh intro a little bit of the the lineup of what we're talking about so i'm already floored by your preparedness also the i am a seasoned seasoned professional (laughs) that's true you are you are a seasoned professional that's true uh yeah no i got nothing to say uh, awesome. Other than that, I'm just happy that I can stop fucking grinding boxes. <laughs> yeah, I got 36, which is a pretty respectable number, and I got 51, um, which is a which very
0: respectable number.
1: Is definitely more than I've ever done in a in a in a fucking uh, lottery event before. And I don't. I've been playing the game since. Oh God, um, I just got my like 1150 day quartz. bonus. you started
0: playing really soon after it launched, didn't you?
1: Yes, like, pretty soon. Um, and I, like, kind of cheesed it because I started playing, like, pretty early. But then I, like, didn't really play. So there's, like, a big chunk of time where I, like, didn't have stuff. And then I think, I don't know, three years ago, what was I, a sophomore in college? Like, I probably just got really depressed and then started playing it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, well, you know, the usual college stuff. Yeah, but... I think
0: once you surpass, once you get into the 50s of boxes, that's when you surpass impressive and start getting into, like, a little unimpressive, just how much time you spent on the event.
1: It's definitely true. Like, I definitely felt like I was kind of losing my mind. Um, and I was also really. The thing is, I was only doing it for the bones. Like, I didn't really care <laughs> about anything else that was in the lottery. And, like, I needed more saber skill gems because I, for some reason, just never have any saber skill gems of any I think kind. The,
0: I think saber skill gems must just have, like, a way lower rate of dropping than any others because every. I've seen that echoed from a lot of people that they never have saber gems, but they're fine on like, or maybe not fine on everything else, but have less of a shortage on the other classes.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. That makes sense. I, I feel like that, that makes sense. Cause that's probably like the general. Um, and then the me problem is definitely like, uh, <laughs> not having any caster skill gems. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> because you have caster affinity EX.
1: Yeah. I have, I have affinity for casters EX, uh, a long running joke between the two of us that i always pull like every gold caster regardless of whether or not i want to it's like if there's a banner where i'm rolling for like i don't know let's say the five star is like a rider, and there's like a four star caster and i'm like oh i want this rider. what a cool new character and i go for it i'm like pretty much guaranteed to get the caster (laughs) and not what i want
0: and even your five star spooks are almost always casters it feels like
1: yeah, because I have I have NP three Anastasia now, uh, and NP two Tamamo I think was my first like, uh, like five star caster fake out, and I also have NP two waiver, which just really fucks me up every time I look at my support list. I'm like, oh god, I'm one <laughs> of those people who has like above NP one maxed out skills waiver uh, and I never even fucking like. I never wanted N p one waiver. I never wanted n p one waiver. Frankly, I wanted like Helena um and Anderson. <laughs> and like that's that's all I wanted. yeah, that's the true irony of the curse
0: is that you have all of the SSR casters almost. But your favorite caster is the two star.
1: <laughs> I love Anderson, Hans Christian Anderson, my beautiful angry writer boy. Uh, as a writer, I like I empathize a lot with his struggle. Uh, also his NP, which I think is very flavorful. Uh, like, you know, you're just fucking, like, you're writing a story. Sometimes you get some really good shit and you hit all the buffs, and sometimes you write something and then you look at it after you finish and you're like, wow, that was hot garbage. Uh, and then. Also,
0: lore accurate. Uh, when he, like, writes something into a person's story, like, which is what his NP actually does, if the story okay. sucks, then, like, it just doesn't do
1: anything. Oh, okay. If I was just... wondering if that's what it was, because I know that's yeah. what he does to Kiara. Right
0: yeah if he just doesn't write a good story then like his actual NP which is like his only thing he can do he has no combat potential the only thing he brings to the table (laughs) as a servant is his noble phantasm it takes weeks for him to be able to activate it and then sometimes it'll
1: just not do anything because the story you wrote sucked (laughs) poor boy (laughs) poor poor boy it's okay I have him at level 100 with skills maxed and everything so he's it's okay it's okay Anderson someone loves you and your work, even if it's bad. But anyway, we've gone off yeah. topic in record time already. We so. have actually... I think we went off topic almost instantly. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, okay. Christ- Christmas 2018. Um, I, wh- okay, what did you think of, like, the format of the event with... So we we had our usual, like, one-story quest per day. I feel like that's, like, pretty typical for, like, holiday events. Yep. But we had, like, the, the like, forced two uh, unit teams, which... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm just I curious about really like your those.
0: thoughts. Uh, I, it's like the thing that they started doing back in uh, Shimoso with the yes. Musashi dual quests. Yes, right, um, right, right. It's not exactly the same thing, but it's definitely reminiscent of that. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I always really like when they do uh, something like that. I thought these ones were kind of dragged down by the fact that you needed to have uh one of your own servants and one support servant and the yeah. fact that they were clearly balanced around assuming that you'd be using uh event bonus servants which granted there were a lot of them but it kind of constrained me from like trying out the jank shit that I wanted to do
1: yes yes i 100% agree that like i i also really wanted to do like dumb shit with all of my servants but so i think i i mostly ended up settling for like I'm pretty sure for like a good like half of the challenge quests or not challenge quests um the tag team like wrestling matches I used Melt Lilith and like a friend Scotty um because I was like no one else has the Anderson I want to be using <laughs> because <laughs> right. I'm that fool uh there was one time where I did oh fuck what was it um it was early on I like there's one person on my friends list who has a level one hundred maxed skills Osaka osakabe hime Behime. Ooh um, and I that's used a good one to have. Yeah. I used her and uh she always has a limit broken dangerous beast. Um so she's always doing the quick thing, always doing the stars thing. Yep. And I used her with uh you. You meowy, you consort you, um who I who I just grailed to ninety. Um and today actually i finished leveling or was it yesterday? might have been yesterday. did i send you a message? uh i think that was yesterday. yeah, yeah, yes. that i i maxed her second skill so she's now usable. <laughs> <laughs> she's as usable as she can be. um but that was definitely like the coolest thing that i was able to do uh and also i don't think it worked in the end because um neither of them had the damage bonus and i really needed the damage bonus for whatever quest i was doing. Uh-huh. Uh, So it was kind of a bummer, I don't know, like, to truly have the... Because it's like, we're always, like, shoehorned into doing, like, the three teams, and I feel like, like, the three servant teams usually mean for hard quests, like, either two, like, like, primary supports, like, when I, do you know what I mean when I say that? Like, like a, like a Waver and Merlin kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. setup. um, Right. Or, like and then like one damage unit or like uh like one like primary support like a secondary support and then like your damage character like i don't know i remember when i first started like getting serious i think it was like after i had i got okita and i got jack and like my my team for a long time was anderson jack and okita um just to like make stars for days right uh, and i feel like I don't know. It was cool to have the opportunity to have like just a two character team, but definitely like also because like, you know, most people then are only using like the event servants. Um, and that's just like kind of annoying. Cause then your like pool of like the ideas that you can try out are kind of limited. Right. Um, you know, yeah. like unless you like, I don't know. It was definitely something that was like almost very, very good, but was still a lot of fun. Um, and I loved all the little like graphics in the cutscenes. Uh,
0: I did like kind of. All... Oh yeah. Oh, go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say I did almost all of them with uh, Penthesilia and Santa Cats. Oh, that's right. You did do that because Penthesilia is one of my favorites, and she slaps and also cats. <laughs> yes. Uh,
1: not a berserker, Fair. but
0: has I think a hundred and fifty percent damage bonus. Yeah. So yeah. Also, definitely slapped.
1: Yeah, I definitely should have used Ruler Cats because I did end up leveling her maybe like halfway through the event. Um, but then I just kind of like weirdly never used her. I feel like I should test some stuff out with her now that the event's over just because like...
0: Yeah, she's really know. fun and feels really good.
1: Yeah, because I definitely can, I don't know, like a, something I've been like theory crafting is like Ruler Cats Nightingale could be cool. Um, yeah, that feels solid because like, I don't know, like you could have ruler cats do it on Nightingale and then that could be good, but more like, like ruler cats and Nightingale are your two supports. And then you have like a Buster Servant as your other one, since Nightingale gives the three turn Buster up and then cats gives the like burst damage, like star up. Right. Uh, I don't know. I definitely want to test it with you. Uh, and I feel like there was someone else I want to try it with. But it's just gonna be a cool union, mostly because of that second skill. Um dropping the huge present is is fun, but like <laughs> I'm mostly there for that targeted star absorption. Give me that that juicy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And the event story was actually really fun too. And I I liked the framework of it. Uh
0: do you wanna give a rundown of that for probably the majority of people who have no idea
1: what the story was? Cause they that is true. Read it? Yes. Okay. So my disclaimer, um, as I said last time, my Japanese is not very good. It exists. I have three years of college. So it's like good. It's not like I can only read like hiragana and katakana. I didn't just like Google like how to Japanese. Um, from what I understood, and again, there's probably details that are missing. Is that like, so you're all hanging out in Caldea, Santa Cat's Riquetz shows up and is like, yo, I'm Santa this year. We're going to Mexico. You go to Mexico and it's snowing. And everyone's like, wow, snow in Mexico. That's pretty fucked up. Mexico's warm. Uh, and then <laughs> I think one of them says something, like "Some someone you talk to maybe says something about like a pyramid or maybe... I know you you meet like Browdemont passed out on the sidewalk, which is like what I mentioned uh, in the last episode. You go, there's like... Do you go to the pyramid of uh, then are you greeted by Black Quetzal mask, who is like, spoiler alert, ends up just being like a facet of Quetzalcoatl somehow. I didn't really understand. I don't. I wasn't paying super attention to that.
0: One of those like splintered Saint Graph things that they like. I yeah,
1: it, I'm pretty sure it was just some shtick like that. But okay, um, because there is a brief scene at the very end where the two of them talk after you beat uh Black Kettle Mask in like the final fight and they like form into one entity. Uh But yeah, so Black Kettle Mask shows up. She's like, "Hey, I'm Santa fuckers wrestling time. <laughs> challenge me for the right to regain Christmas or something." Um and that that challenge brings a lot of other servants in. And I think I think some I can't remember if all of them are working for her or if they're all like trying like vying um like, with you for the title of Santa. I think they are, but I don't know, like, how the bracket system is set up. Whether they're just, like, challengers who have come from far and wide to, like, try and claim the title of Santa, or whether they're, like, actively working against you specifically. Um, But then there's just a lot of, like, wacky adventures where you do lots of, like, dumb wrestling moves on people. <laughs> um, Fuck. What was the one that was, like, Astolfo
0: astolfo and
1: uh uh santa artoria yes astolfo and santa artoria like that fight is like during the fight i remember there was one moment where like astolfo like gets on the hippogriff and is like "Ha, huh? later fuckers and then brought him like yo isn't that my hippogriff and he's like uh <laughs> bye <laughs> um and then like while they were having this like conversation like ruler cats like either like like slingshotted herself up to the hippogriff and astolfo using like the the ropes on the wrestling ring <laughs> or like climbed up uh somehow but then like basically just like suplexes astolfo and the hippogriff into the ground <laughs> um and there were just lots of dumb things like that like i know the uh the anastasia um ivan team uh, they had, like, a combo move where I think, like, Anastasia just, like, jumped on top of him. It was called, like, the something train. I don't remember what it was. <laughs> um, there were just, like, lots of really dumb things like that. I thought the, yeah. like, the, the gag part of it was really fun, and I thought, like, the team comps were really fun. Um, and then at the end, there's, like, a, they, like, Santa spirit bomb, basically. Um, because, like, ruler cats can't beat black Hetzel mask who like at the last minute like fuses herself with like a Santa Claus phantom I think um, but somehow he's evil and is like black Santa Claus I don't know Like
0: that was like the guy in the black robe with the mask that kept showing up ominously yes yes
1: yeah, like okay. then as he's he starts showing up like near the end um, but he's just like a Santa phantom that she then fuses with and then gets like dark Santa power or something like that And then she beats Ruler Cats, and then Bradamant like steps up to the plate and is like, "I'm something Christmas spirit." Uh, and then like Ruler Cats bestows upon her her quote Santa power. Um, and then somehow, like other the other Santas are watching from like a TV in like the waiting room, and then they all also (laughs) like send Bradamant their Santa power. Um. And then like Bridemont becomes like I don't like True Santa or something and then just like just does like a big Santa move. Uh and then there's fuck I forgot what the line was. There was something like really sick that she said. And then
0: Isn't it does isn't it just like a huge Merry Christmas and she delivers like the Santa Bob?
1: Yes. She does <laughs> she like she but she gives like a little speech beforehand that's probably something like, you know, this is the end of your villainous ways. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Like, um, something along those lines. It was very good reading it. I was like, "Yo, this is so sick!" Even though it's just like Santa DBZ, <laughs> <laughs> I was fine with that. But yeah, it's anyway, basically
0: that... also just like a Christmas themed version of the end of uh, Shinjuku. It sounds like.
1: You remember? Is that what not... uh...
0: happened? The end of Shinjuku, where like once. Uh... Moriarty is like revealed and everything um, right you summon the the phantoms of all of like oh! the lesser
1: literary detectives yes I remember that yes okay so I thought when when you said the end of Shinjuku the only thing I could remember was like the you are the culprit um bit do you remember that
0: yeah yeah, yeah. no that's it yeah, you yeah. summon all of the oh but the you need the detective the spirit bombs
1: right in order to do that <laughs> right 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 yeah yeah i guess it is kind of like that huh it's basically, it's like that but to a lesser extent like there's not more than um rider alter or San- santa alter Jdasl, J- 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 um and uh, uh altera altera yeah i was like who's the other santa i'm like oh it's the one i don't care about sorry <laughs> <laughs> sorry sorry altera fans i she's cute
0: Altera Santa definitely feels like the odd member out of that group, and I can't really figure out why.
1: I think it's just the, like, sheep riding thing, and that the sheep is, like, one of the, like, extra goons. I don't remember what those are called.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's, she just feels not as real as the others. (laughs) That's fair. To put it in, like, the most useless way possible
1: no but i know what you mean she just was like somehow like a degree more goofy than all the others which isn't necessarily bad for a christmas servant but definitely i don't know it it felt like there was some like slight dissonance between her and i don't know like like jd asl and like santa Alter. yeah i don't know it's fine though rider cats was sick as fuck i'm herbal cats excuse me uh, yeah, she is a
0: great addition to the santa pantheon
1: definitely <laughs> the santa pantheon yeah i wonder who is going to be uh next year i feel like they're basically just like pulling random characters out of their ass to be santa so i feel like at this point i have literally no understanding yeah, of yeah right they're choosing like it. there
0: was the theory people had about the like the final female antagonist of like each singularity but then that just got blown the fuck out of the water by uh quetzalcoatl right right Which is a, like, a a pattern I see a lot is people, like, coming up with patterns that they're sure are real, even though they're only, like, two, I guess in this case there were three, but even then, one of them was, like, a stretch, uh, things, and, like, seeing patterns where they don't actually exist for trying to predict future content.
1: (laughs) Right, I definitely remember, um... I feel like they've done that a lot for like new year's gotchas like trying to figure out like oh who's going to be the new year's servant and then it's like yeah. oh like last year it was like this person who we didn't know about and then like this year or i'm trying to remember what it was oh no people were speculating about um was it christmas because like ishtar happened and then
0: i you don't know, know i actually can't think of any off the top of my head either but i you know i've seen me, them, right? like, it's a once that like that thing that happens yeah, yeah yeah it's a, yeah. definitely a thing people do
1: right it definitely comes up like not not infrequently um did people try and pull that shit for Merlin or like I, I guess we got Babylon but because he doesn't show up in Camelot he does show up in Babylon I'm uh, trying no, to think he, if he
0: shows up in Camelot not as like a, a playable servant or like a, a support servant but he's when in the he story when does he show up? You, uh... I don't think he appears in person. Um... Okay. But there's definitely parts that are, like, the, uh... What's his name? Benavir flashbacks. You know what I'm talking about?
1: Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Yes. I had a moment. But I remember. And then I he's also, I don't remember um, the details, but yeah.
0: He also, like, appears to us in a dream or something in America. Is his first appearance.
1: Oh, is that true? Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, God, I don't remember that at all. America Where was, he... like...
0: <laughs> America was forever ago.
1: Uh, well, um, I'm old.
0: But it's it's just something, like... He basically just tells us that he's paying attention to us and says something about, like, foe being important.
1: Oh, that is right. That is right. And then, like, foe is important. <laughs> Spoiler <laughs> <Right>. alert. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I guess since we're here, um, shall we go into, like, Merlin throwback slash time temple? Yeah, sure. Cool. Can I... I, I want to start this off by saying that, like, it's been... I posted about this on Twitter, on my own personal Twitter, um that it's been... It, it's been very nostalgic to see everyone freaking the fuck out about Merlin. Because <laughs> um, I definitely remember there was, like, a lot of Merlin hype when Merlin first came out in uh in jp i guess two years ago um and it's just really cool to see everyone like losing their minds and all of the like shitty memes and all the people who are like hey please commission me for art so i can like feed my (laughs) thirst for like sexy elf boys (laughs) uh it's it's just it's been good to just i don't know like i remember just I feel like it's little moments like these where I feel really connected to like the, the like fate community quote unquote. Um, oh. I don't know. Just cause like, I, I feel like for a long time, cause I, I got into like fate specifically in like sophomore year of high school, it probably was. Um, and for a long time, it was definitely something that I like, it was a very like self-contained hobby. Like I didn't really like talk to other people about it that much um and i didn't really like me i i poisoned you with it yes but (laughs) like i didn't like engage with like an internet like fandom or anything like that i wasn't really like super into that in high school so it's just like cool when there are these little moments like this where everyone's like freaking out about a character that gets released or like oh it's like time temple time like let's fucking slap the shit out of um barbados uh (laughs) like i got all the barbados memes from like the first run of time temple and jp are
0: are all back now yeah
1: they're all back now and it's so good to see them again it's just like it it just makes me happy it fills me with warmth
0: speaking of barbados memes did you ever (laughs) know uh that the like barbados like murder spree is referenced in the ccc event
1: No, I oh, it's vague. Do you? So do you, after we, you so, fight like a demon pillar, sort of, right? Right, but
0: okay. So upcoming spoilers for the CCC event and extra CCC itself. Um, just going to throw that out there, just in case people. Yeah, care.
1: I'll just I'll just write that down. I feel like I should be keeping track of uh, our timestamps of when we our, talk about things. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> our, oh, I should be doing that too. I was just gonna say of like what we spoil. Oh, um, yeah. But uh, uh, but anyway, that's fine. Keep going. Uh, after Kiara becomes Beast
0: Three, um, by like consuming one of the Demon Tellers, let's go, uh, Kiara. <laughs> you're like running away from her, and BB says something like, "In order to take her down, like even killing her, I don't know, like whatever it was, eight hundred times a second wouldn't work," which is <laughs> the uh, a reference to the peak number of deaths per second the Barbados was happening. Oh, uh, <laughs> when
1: uh, Time Temple came out. Oh my God! Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's really funny. I wonder if they're going to keep that number the same when they inevitably translate the CCC event, or if they're going to change it to like whatever it was in the um yeah the NA event. Good question. Because I'm sure they're also keeping track of those numbers. Yeah. God, there were just so many good memes. I know, like, someone even made, like, a fucking, uh, like, Barbados plushie um, that got <laughs> circulated. I saw it again recently. I don't remember where. But, I don't know. It was just the good stuff. And that that was definitely a moment where it was also, like, oh, like, all the servants had, like, the bond point up, like, attack bonus thing. And it was, like, you're all working together to, like, take down, uh like, the demon pillars. It just felt very, like... It was definitely, like, the one, like, big raid event where I felt like it mattered, because it was also, like, central story important. Right. Um, and it was also, like, all of the servants and the different, like, singularities that you, like, fought with, like, joining up with you, because they were, like, literally called to you from the edges of the universe by the power of friendship. Um. And then the event servants show up, too. Yeah. Uh God, like, definitely one of my favorite moments in all of Grand Order Story is when... Like, there's, like, all the demon pillars that show up, and then, like, Dante is just, like, flies in at light speed and, like, just, like, <laughs> solos, like, a couple demon pillars. And I remember, like, everyone on, like... Well, I guess I was probably on FGOG at the time, because that was, like, where I hung out for a while. um, Just, like, everyone being, like, Yo, Dante's is broken! Ah! Uh <laughs> And they were completely right. And they were completely right. I don't know. Shout outs to Dante's being good now. <laughs> that definitely makes me very happy that he's like good. I guess it's mostly Scotty. uh, But whatever. <laughs> but yeah, we take those. But we we do saying. take those. We do definitely take those. Yeah. I I guess. I, I love Time Temple. I think it's so sick. I don't know so, if you have any thoughts. I'm just sorry. I just like am going off because I was like, ugh, Time <laughs> Temple. The good so old days. So I
0: didn't actually start. Playing Mm, the mm. game until right after Time Temple happened.
1: That is right. I remember that now. Uh, But
0: aside from just, like, the raid event and everything, it is also the culmination of part one of the Grand Order story. Yes. For which it is entirely sick in its own right. Uh,
1: Yes, definitely true. And that's the part where, like,
0: so, uh, like I just said, I wasn't playing before this, Mm. But was... uh, How did people feel about Roman as a character before this happened? Oh.
1: Um... Oh, God. I have to think back to this. People generally liked Roman. I think he was, like, the butt of, like, a lot of gag comics. I think that he was definitely, like, the yaoi boy. Um, Especially when, like, Merlin came out and then it was, like, revealed that, like, Merlin was, like... (laughs) Uh Maggie Mari, Maggie Mari, whatever.
0: <laughs> Merlin um, has been catfishing Solomon the entire time.
1: The that's entire just, time.
0: <laughs> that's just the plot of this game.
1: That definitely that, I think I remember you and I talked about that. That was like only in fake could we say that like Merlin was catfishing King Solomon, like actual <laughs> King Solomon, and it like means something relevant. What a great series. Yep. But yeah, I'm pretty sure everyone liked Roman. Um, I think people were a little suspicious of him, um, but people weren't really that suspicious of him until, uh, is it Babylon or is it just the start of Time Temple? I don't remember. Where you have that, like, spooky dream and he has, like, the scary eyes.
0: Oh, I don't, I'm not sure about that. I know it's in Camelot where, uh, Holmes first shows up and he's like, Hey, you ever think about how weird Roman is? You
1: think maybe <laughs> oh, yeah, there's something and you're like, no. shifty about Roman? <laughs> <laughs> right, and everyone's like, uh, no, he's he's kind of cute, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and then Helms is like, okay, bye. <laughs> I'll see you guys in uh, Lost Belt. <laughs> or, well, I guess I guess uh, Shinjuku is when he, like, actually comes back,
0: but... Oh, yeah, but no, he's um, a real character. Like a yeah, real
1: character. Exactly. But I, I definitely remember it was like that, that spooky dream thing when everyone started being like, because he had the same like spooky eyes uh, and like spooky mouth thing going on as um as Solomon as the Solomon that you fight in London, Uh, yeah. And then everyone was like, oh my god, Roman Archimund, like sa Sa roman Roman. like solomon (laughs) and then like everyone started going nuts and then everyone was like oh like shut up y'all are fucking morons and then like it was actually real and then i was like oh god
0: so Uh, so what's the deal there remind me if i'm getting any of this wrong so okay in the grand order timeline uh there is there has only been one actual great war which is the one that Maris Billy Atmosphere wins, uh, with Solomon as his servant. Uh, so far,
1: correct, right? I think... I can never remember... I always get this confused whether that's still the Fourth War or the Third War. Like, if there's... You know, like, because that does happen in... Because that's the Fuki War, right? Yeah. Um. So I don't... I, I assume that that's still, like the at the fourth war like chronology um like like at the point that the the either that the zero the fate zero grail war or the stay night grail war happens like sometime in the the 90s early 2000s um i also just hit my microphone because i was gesturing which i realize is dumb because no one can see me (laughs) uh i yeah i can never remember if if it's the only grail war or if it's just the fourth war but that doesn't matter too much really right just well, that it has, there was
0: it has hmm? some level of equivalence to the fourth or sorry to the fifth war uh in like the main timeline because we know now from uh cosmos in the lost belt that uh what's his name Kotomine died during that war
1: oh that's true that is true i uh, forgot about that thank you
0: but anyway uh Regardless of whether that's the only war, whether it was just a war, yeah. Solomon was summoned as uh, Maris Billy's servant. They won the war. Uh, Maris Billy's wish was just for, like, the resources in order to make Caldea a reality. And Solomon wished for true incarnation,
1: right? Yes, yes. Solomon's like, I want to be a person right and because Maris Billy is like hey yo man we got the grill my boy Solomon I just want loads of money what do you want and he's like uh being a person sounds cool and he's like word do it hit the grill button bam and then and then like Roman happened
0: right and then Gideon, who was one of like because like Solomon's whole thing like both in this lore and in like real life biblical lore is that he had the ring that made demons obey him. Yes. Um. So Gedia is I don't know remember if he's just like one of the demons or like the collective
1: of the demons. Um Uh I think he is he is the collective of the Fuck, I don't remember what number it is. Um but seventy two? Yeah, seventy two, that's right, I yeah. think um he the yes getia is like the collective of them because i'm pretty sure the book of all the demons is called the ars getia yes the ars getia yeah um yeah also just i realized that we should say this um we're recording this episode before uh time temple is done in north america um i realize that like people who are listening to this probably are going to get all this information in that like last time temple chapter so we're just noodling off of what we remember from two-ish yes, right, years ago. Yes, that is
0: a, a good disclaimer.
1: Because <laughs> people, people who are like, "Oh God, like what are these fucking losers doing? Didn't they play this literally yesterday?" Yeah. <laughs> no. uh, but yes, so w- continue, continue what you were saying. I just figured so, uh, I should bring that up. Yeah,
0: Uh Gedia
1: basically takes over
0: like the servant body that Solomon leaves behind when he gains a human body.
1: I yes. thought he took the real Solomon body from like a bajillion years ago. Oh, from the past? I think that's what
0: happens. Okay.
1: That could uh, be too. And because he does a lot of like dumb time bullshit. Right. But this is something that I guess the people who are playing on North America will actually know. Will
0: actually know. Right. Yes. And basically, Wait, he... from within that body, he gains the ability to use Solomon's noble phantasms. Yes. Including, I don't remember which one is which. And they've (laughs) all got ridiculous names. Ars Nova
1: Um, is the one that he... That, like, actual Solomon uses. That's the only one that I can rule out, like, is what he doesn't use. Right. Um,
0: But using that, he creates the whole thing that's going to, like, undo all of human history. Or that, I guess, does incinerate all of human history.
1: Yeah, he makes the big human history incinerator laser.
0: And now here's the point where I think geddy Like, not just Solomon, because I think it, like, goes without saying that Solomon is an, like, interesting antagonist. Um, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But where I think Egedia becomes an interesting antagonist is this idea with the beasts that they're they are the evils of mankind, but they're not necessarily the enemies of mankind. That they are um, that they, like, love humanity in their, like, twisted way. Uh, like, Tiamat had her thing where, like, she loves humanity as, like, a mother loves a child, and wanted to like, continue the evolution of humanity, and Gedia, Gedia's plan is, like, very similar to, uh, Apocrypha spoilers coming up now here. Okay, Um, here, let me just write that down. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, to kutomini shiro's plan amakusa shiro's plan um to (laughs) like advance humanity into a higher race where there's like no suffering
1: Uh, right yes he he does the he does the classic thing of like people can't destroy themselves if there are no people (laughs) right (laughs) like that meme of the guy like pointing at his forehead (laughs) right yeah um yeah it's very classic. It's also very um it's also kind of I realize it's actually not unlike what um throwback dust of Osiris does in melty blood um Ooh. where her plan to save like humanity is basically by like using the Tatari's recreation of the oh what's it called the hollow summer, I think. Um, or the Hologram Summer, um, which is, like, the looping time in which, like, Melty Blood takes place. Um, like, somehow using that coupled with Dust of Osiris, who is just, like, super Xion, um, Xion's knowledge about, like, how philosopher Stones work, um, and her plan is basically just, like, melt all of humanity into philosopher Stones and then just, like, turn them into data in the Tri-Hermes, um... So that, like, humanity is done existing, but it exists as, like, a memory stored in the Trihermes. Um, so she's, like, it's a similar kind of thing, where she's, like, oh, people can't hurt themselves if there are no people, and, like, their memory and, like, simulation lives on inside the Trihermes forever. So like, Trihermes
0: is also notable as, like, a thing that came back in Grand Order.
1: Also notable is that, yeah. I think Holmes gives his spiel about that in Camelot, right? When you, like, go through the old, um, Atlas thing? Right. Yeah. Alice Academy is so dope. Shoutouts to Sion being back in in Lost Belt.
0: (laughs) Woo-woo! Yeah, that's definitely one of those things that is, like, a recurring Nasu theme. Because there are a few things like that, right? Where Mm -hmm. he tends to write not the same stories, but the same concepts in different forms. Like, another one is the concept of, like... uh, a, a, a weapon or ability that can instill death onto, like, an
1: immortal thing.
0: Y- yes. That comes which, up again and again across the Nasuverse.
1: Right. I mean, like, most directly with, like, Karno Kyokai Ryogi Shiki to Tsukihime's Tonoshiki. Yeah. Uh, but then
0: also, that's, like, the whole deal with King Hasan.
1: Yes. Uh, with evening bell and azrael i think they do i think they're, they're both necessary to like the performance of that action yeah um i think evening bell like when you ding the dong uh it <laughs> it, it that that's the thing that's like you can die now uh and then azrael is the thing that kills them um are you a know. big
0: hassan boy or a little hassan boy <laughs> <laughs> when the are Great you a- Founder dings the dog. <laughs>
1: How <laughs> uh, we're 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 referencing a click hole quiz, uh which I'll remember to link in the uh in the show notes. Um yeah. are, are you a, a big jazz boy or, or a little or a jazz? Boy? Boy? Yes. Decidedly the best clickhole quiz ever. uh I'm just going to write, are you a big jazz boy in our, in our <laughs> to, Discord to keep to track of this. remind yourself. Just to remind myself. I'm actually going to look this up while we keep talking, because now it's bothering me. The, but yeah, oh, what, um, the, and then the also... The Azrael like, question? Yeah, the Azrael question. There's also, like, because um, he pretty... He, uh, blah, blah, blah. Shiro gets ripped from that guy, like, Tomoe something. Um, oh, um, Tomoe Enjo? Tomoe Enjo, yeah, in yeah. Karna Kyokai, who is, like, the fake boy, because he's just like the he's like a like a puppet or like a like a reanimated. Yeah, um... well,
0: he was a real boy, and then um, he he and his family were in uh, Arya Soren's experiment to like repeat the deaths of people over and over again to see if eventually like they would break free from the, like, death that was transcribed from them in the Akashic Records and, like, do something else or die a different way. Um, right, yes. Which no one ever did. Uh, but uh, Arya eventually, like, interceded in that experiment and created, like, the the fake version of Enjo in order to, like, entrap Shiki with.
1: Yes, that's right, that's right. And then he was like, oh, no, I was, like, part of this whole plot to trap... Ryogi whom I love very much despite only having known her for uh one movie <laughs> not <laughs> well, even to be fair it is
0: like there is like a long montage of them living together it's kind of ambiguous how long
1: that was actually happening but that is true that is true yeah I I forgot about that you're you're right but also whatever <laughs>
0: <laughs> but also whatever right?
1: right but also whatever nobody enjoys that movie for N Joe yeah the, that movie's sick for like all the cool fight scenes and like the sick rotoscoping and the, the elevator scene and also um toko letting um or fucking eating um that guy whose name we always forget we all, uh, uh
0: cornelius heck, alba cornelius alba
1: yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah eating cornelius alba with the briefcase demon <laughs> right which is still one of the sickest things that toko's ever done uh which is saying a lot which is saying a lot. Also, okay, before we get too far away from it, here's the evening bell. It says, the evening bell signals the announcement of funereal proceedings and the visitation of death. This is uh, King Hassan's third skill. Um, his, I think it's like his buster up and <laughs> death resists down?
0: Something about that
1: description just makes
0: me think of, like, Dark Souls items.
1: <laughs> it really feels <laughs> like it. It says, this unique skill manifests as a result of having become one with the rites of passing. The swordsman of the evening bell is without agency in his choice of opponents. He brings salvation to those who have lost sight of their mortality in the place of God. The evening bell that informs people of funerals and resounds the call of death. A Unique skill that manifested as a result of having become one. Oh, wait, no. This is literally just, they just like copied and pasted it twice. <laughs> and then, okay, whatever. And then Azrael. Wait, so what, is, what does that do? What does it do? Can you hear it the tolling of the spell? Your luck ends here. except the release of your soul. That is the last chance for a peaceful slumber as a human being. Okay, but like, what does that do? Azrael says, Though the broadsword sword that he bears is perfectly commonplace, it has been stained with the faith of its wielder in the course of his lifetime. Being a sword born by a man who walks the boundaries of the bolded text, Valley of the Shadow of Death, <laughs> its edge, its edge can potentially impose the termination of life with the slightest cut. The probability is low. The imposition of death can affect an opponent of any strength or stature. That sounds like the gameplay definition. Yes. Um,
0: well, because that is like a passive he has, right? Is all of his basic yes, attacks. Yes, right. The, the,
1: the randomly insta kill. Right. Uh, anyone. got him during the, like, Lamu fight uh, where you're just, like, cutting down Lamus with King Hassan.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Isn't there, like, 99 of them and
1: yeah, they and have that's...
0: zero death resist? Yeah
1: yeah right so if you get him then you just like normal them like you just like slap him with the buster and then they just die what a fucking sick fight
0: god i cannot wait for king hassan in the anime adaptations of the his two singularities
1: (sighs) oh man oh it's gonna be so sick king hassan versus gawain Gawain. on movie budget is going to be the sickest
0: shit that has ever been put into an anime
1: Because we're going to get the whole like Excalibur Galatine power up and then him just like subsequently being like, fuck you, fuck you. And then just like all of, God, when they, I'm so excited to see them animate the scene with um, like with all the Ushis, uh, in addition to like all of the Lamus, Mm. like on the, yeah. I literally always forget what it's called. I feel like we might have even mentioned this last episode, the like Tiamat, like Primordial Sea, whatever it's called.
0: Yeah, I think it's just a primordial C, question is mark.
1: It? Okay, whatever it is. It's something like that. Just like when you're on that and like Merlin's like keeping you off of it and you're taking damage from it and you're getting his buff, Like that's just going to be like, it's going to be so spicy, I'm ready.
0: Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm so hyped for these anime adaptations. Like It's going to be so good. I think in a lot of ways, Grand Order is not a story that's well suited for an anime, Yeah, I agree. But I think they are definitely making the right call and skipping, like,
1: 75% of the story just to get to the sick parts. Yes, I definitely, like, 100 bajillion percent agree. Because it's also, like, the thing about Grand Order that was kind of cool, also, I think, is why it's not super suited to being an anime, is that, like, part of Grand Order's, like, thing is that, like, you fight Yetia at the end of, like, the first year um and like right. that's like yeah that's the gameplay timed. happens
0: in real time yeah yeah
1: where it like ki- it basically happens in real time even though like you can kind of just like play them whenever like if you were playing the game as it came out like the get you fight happens like on the new year and like the new year happening is like uh when like the story ends i think or like right. when when like humanity gets brought back yeah which is just like hell yeah because that's also when like all the shit goes down in lost belt if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um is like I, I the think, new year.
0: I think Lost Bot has continued that trend of like happening in real
1: time. Yes, it has. Which I'm a big fan of. But yeah, no, it's gonna it's gonna be sick. <laughs> um it's also just because like Camelot and Babylon have like good self contained stories. Right. Um like well, I think most of the, of the
0: singularities, once you, like, get to the point where they actually put effort into writing them, do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That, that is true. Like, I know some people who are really upset that they're skipping America, because mm-hmm. America has a really good story. Yes, right, right, right. Because
1: America but, is, is cool.
0: Yeah. America's definitely the first one where they actually tried.
1: Yes, which... Yeah, God. God, I'm just getting, like, so nostalgic for, like, those days i definitely was considering uh downloading the north american one when um the merlin gotcha came out uh or rather i should say i did and then i rolled and i got martha as my four star and then i uninstalled um because <laughs> i don't so I, funny i don't love her <laughs> i just, she's fine she just doesn't have her animation updates and just and literally anyone else literally anyone else i would have taken anyone else i don't give me like fucking finn mccool at least that's funny like, well, he's not a starter, but That's true. And you said me... you would have
0: taken Setano over
1: her. I would have You're taken Seeno over. Because that would have been funny. But I I don't know. I'm just a very particular kind of person, also, let's be real. So it's yeah. it's fine. Like I think I also I would have taken Dayan, I would have taken Emia, I would have taken Herc, but I think it would have been boring. I really would have taken anyone. Like, I, I wouldn't really want Stano. If I got Stano, like, the first time, I probably would have just been like, fuck it, I'm just gonna reroll." Mm-hmm. But if it was, like, the second or third time of, like, getting Bad Servants and then ending on Stano, I would have been like, okay, this is whatever. <laughs> it's fine. At least you can charm every fifth boss I fight. <laughs> <laughs> we got a little off topic, though. Where were we? We I don't did. remember.
0: Um, We had just been kind of, like, talking about time temple story
1: oh yeah um well i guess oh. i feel like we probably don't have to go super through all of the story just because like everyone they're, will be they're about to play it. it yeah
0: that's true
1: um
0: although so the way that i i planned this episode uh,
1: <laughs> okay <laughs> that
0: i was getting oh into God. before we went way off
1: topic okay um, I, it did seem like you had a plan uh, but you didn't share it with me, so I don't, I don't know what's going <laughs> right. on. Uh, well, I kind of shared it with you. you okay, you but did kind of share it with me. The... So... Oh, we're getting into the next thing. Okay, that's fine. Into the... Yeah. So, yes, yes, yes.
0: Getty's plan involves um, incinerating all of human history because in order to remake the world in, like, his... the image which he desires for it... Uh, not just all of the energy in the world will suffice. He needs all of the energy that has ever existed in the world.
1: Yes, which is uh, so sick and so
0: <laughs> Which is, like... I'm pretty sure it's impossible to, like, power creep a story harder than that.
1: Yeah, you can't get any, like, more world-ending than that. Um, I guess you can go, like, universe,
0: which is what, uh... Lost belts are doing now. <laughs> right now we can in, get all the light.
1: energy that's ever existed, it, potentially, in the, in the
0: entire universe and all failed timelines as well. Yes. But, um, but in order to incinerate human history, he needed to overturn all of the quantum time locks in history. Ooh. Quantum time lock is just one of those phrases that. I feel like uh, the rational brain hears quantum time lock and then just shuts down. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I
1: definitely remember, what, did we stumble on this page on the wiki or did you read about it because you played Xtella? I don't remember I think how it was. We... I think it was when I played Xtella that we
0: first learned about them. But I definitely experienced that where, like, Altera starts
1: monologuing about quantum time locks and I'm like, uh... <laughs> yeah, you can hear <laughs> and, the, like... Do you remember the part in, like, Heaven's Feel where, like, Shiro's, like, losing his memory because he's doing all the projections? Uh, and there's, <laughs> yeah. like, the static that comes on
0: screen? <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> yes, that's exactly what happens. It's like that. You're like... <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, I did not actually absorb any of it then, and then we had to, like, come read about them later. Um, yes, I and I remember
1: that process of doing that.
0: So what a quantum time lock is, is part of the, like... In universe justification for why there are so many
1: fate spinoffs, basically. Yes, uh, and uh, can I interject briefly? Like, yeah, go ahead. Like the, so like for those of you who don't know, if you're a newcomer to the fate series, like infinite parallel universes are canon. It falls under the kaleidoscope, which is uh, the second magic, <laughs> um,
0: uh, third. No, third is Heaven's Feel. Third is Heaven's Field. I think
1: it must be second, you're right. Yeah. It must be second, yes. um, And Zellrich, who's on a ki- Wizard Marshall Kisher Zellrich Schweinorg. Uh, <laughs> I'll still never forget that time that I was talking to fucking Yuri and he thought that his name, <laughs> his was, name was Marshall, Marshall Kisher Zellrich Schweinorg. <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, Zellrich, who's on the art of kaleidoscope uh the craft essence which i'm sure all of you know and love um or hate because you don't have one <laughs> uh is the, the the guy who can like hop between them um but there are many bajillions of parallel universes and that's that's just like a thing in Fate canon which yes as you already said is like why we can unfortunately exist in the same universe as fate Khaled planner prismalia <laughs> um, and unfortunately have it be acceptable within canon
0: right but basically the idea behind a quantum time lock is that uh every so often as like parallel universes branch off from like different decisions that people make in each one every so often um the the world just like the entity of the world uh prunes the branches from like the tree of possibilities in order to keep them from scattering, like, too far off into ridiculousness. So that all yes. of the... Because the the multiverse has a finite amount of energy that it can channel into, like, keeping universes going... Keeping timelines going. So in yes. order to keep that energy from running out, it prunes
1: off the ones that don't have a future. Um, yes. The world, I... notably also, for people who don't... who aren't in the lore know. It's just kind of, like, the, the super TLDR version is that it's just kind of this, like, abstract existence that, like, kind of just governs, like, reality, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Uh, like, there's, like, there's Laia, Gaia, which are, like, Earth-centric things, I think. But, like, the, the world as, like, a universe-controlling entity is just sort of, like, it's not really, like, a god. It's just really, like, a system, I guess, that, like, performs actions.
0: Yeah, it um, seems to, like, have a consciousness of some sort. Right, uh, but it doesn't seem to have like a personality.
1: Yes, it's more like Throne of Heroes e in terms of its existence in one of those like outside of time and space things, but right, very important to the time moon universe in terms of like the general functionality of how things go. Or maybe a better example would be like the Akashic Records slash the root. This world, the root. Right. Um.
0: So the world prudes the like outlying branches from the tree of possibilities uh by placing a quantum time lock every i think it's every 100 years normally but then but is that it, if really? there's but then if there's like a particularly momentous event another quantum time lock can happen so like the story of Xstella i'm going to screw up like the exact details on this but the story of Extella takes place over the course of like a week and has like three quantum time locks through <laughs> um and it's supposed to be impossible to undo a quantum time lock. Uh, as Supposed to be impossible as in, like, it's not naturally something that can happen. But uh, Gideon, by, like, using uh, Solomon's, like, ultra-noble phantasm as Grandcaster, is able to do it. In order to incinerate in human history. Mm-hmm. And I think I think Archimedes does it in Xtella too.
1: That uh, sounds plausible. Yeah. Uh I don't know the I think Archimedes manages to undo one of them in Xtella. Okay. Or maybe
0: maybe Hakino does it. I don't recall exactly.
1: <sighs> you, I don't know. Yeah. I never played Xtella. I did like Extra a lot and I, I would really like to play CCC, but Xtella, I don't know. The gameplay doesn't look very fun and I don't know if I
0: yeah, the gameplay sucks and the writing
1: extra sucks. I don't know if I'm like that invested. I know it has like lesbians in it so I'm there but I I know I'm like I know that I am a girl who likes girls but also I can't like I have standards. Well, I uh, guess if
0: you pick Female hakuno it has lesbians in it because the Right. the game like the text of the game is 90% just like your servant trying to fuck hakuno and then yeah, 10% right. like then- lore explanations
1: yes like Nero is definitely like the confirmed like yes good bye uh, and then everyone else I think is probably just like <laughs> right, Ugh. like I don't know Tamamo is just like horny uh, but whatever <laughs> god yeah but um, fuck I was going to add something to that and then I just forgot uh, well. quantum time locks um, do you think you oh, do you think you've got it coming back to you? Uh well, we were well you were talking about the 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 seven quantum time locks. The one thing that I never understood was like so these the singularities were timelines that were going to be time locked, right? Is that what is that No, the what singularities
0: are not different timelines. Okay. Um the singularities are the result of the quantum time locks being overturned Um, okay because each singularity takes place at a point when there was a quantum time lock Um, oh okay and then they get overturned and history goes in like a direction it wasn't supposed to
1: okay that makes sense and like uh, right right right. right. because then our our mission is to go at that point in time it's just like it's not like a timeline it's like a time like bubble right, right right okay Yes, now I'm remembering this now. That makes sense. I
0: think the world like isolates those points from the rest of history being destroyed as yes. like a, a last ditch effort to give like us or the counterforce or something. Or not the counterforce because um since humanity has been erased the counterforce no longer
1: exists. Ooh, I didn't realize that,
0: but Yeah, because the counterforce is um <laughs> the counterforce is like the collective consciousness of humanity defending itself. Right. But right. since humanity no longer exists, the counterforce, counterforce is destroyed.
1: Right. Well, there's like six people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, which is another one of those things that like recurs throughout Type Moon is like whenever there's a threat level of a like high enough magnitude, uh they need to come up with some reason for why the counterforce
1: doesn't just fix it. <laughs> right, because the counterforce existing the counterforce exists to fix those things (laughs) right so every time it needs to actually fix something it's taken out of commission okay words that makes sense so him undoing the quantum time locks was a way to i guess this is also something i'm a little hung up on is like uh just get more energy from those moments was it like like because in the end we in the end we get rid of all the singularities right so like even though he undoes the seven time locks the singularities don't go anywhere because we stop them all um so okay hold on
0: i just i'm looking this up just to make sure that i understand okay exactly
1: okay Uh, sorry i'm also not trying to like grill you for the sake of the viewers (laughs) this is something that i'm like that I always genuinely have been a little hung up on, and right. since we're going into it, I figure it could be good. Right,
0: right, right. Um, so, opposed this Solomon. He built holy grails as singularities that distorted history, embedded on human history, magi that he designed as offsprings, which is, like, Lev and yes. and all, like, the, the humans who were, like, the seeds for... Um, let's see where, where the demon pillars is that yeah, right seeds for the demon pillars yeah yes okay i can't immediately find the answer on getty's wikipedia page okay but, I but believe, what's your take i believe that you're mixing up the cause and effect there is that okay. uh he didn't overturn the time lock's in order to gain more energy it's that he needed the energy in order to overturn the quantum time locks because the the time locks are what's locking history into place um so in order to change the world he needs to undo the time locks
1: oh to like literally open a possibility for like where humanity for something else to happen Got it, got it. And so the reason that he's able to do all of his dumb bullshit is because he's, like, opened the locks, even though those, like, get... Even though the singularities get, like, taken care of.
0: Right. And that's also a question that they ask a couple times throughout, like, the later stages of part one of the game, is that why did uh, human history disappear, like, in, what, 2016? Yes. As opposed to, like, at any other point like right. from 2016 moving backwards right. um, and it's because he had to basically go back through time erasing humanity uh rather than being able to erase humanity from the beginning he needed to start at the end of history and go back gathering energy to overturn quantum time locks progressively
1: right so that then he could go back and just get rid of the little last bit at the end right <laughs> yes Okay, cool. That makes that makes one hundred percent sense now. <laughs> <laughs> we we've done it. We've done it. We've
0: made Type Moon make one hundred percent sense.
1: Amazing, revolutionary. Yeah, I hope uh, that, that actually. Shut down will... the podcast. We've done <laughs> yeah, it. shut down the podcast. But they don't need us anymore. It's fine. Yeah, we are at like an hour, by the way, just so you know. We are okay.
0: Um, so I think that's that's all there is to say on quantum time locks really i kind of feel like it um i guess other than that there's more uh, bullshit about them in like extella link but (laughs) yes i don't i haven't played that yet i guess i
1: probably will (laughs) see it's it's funny like i'm the one with the tattoo but you're the one who's committed to playing all the bad (laughs) games
0: uh i i have heard that the writing for extella link is better than it was for extella Oh, really? Cool. And the gameplay, like, looks at least a little bit more interesting.
1: It does. And it also Uh, has more characters, so, like... Right. You know.
0: Yeah, the... It was written by um, Hikaru Sakurai, uh, who is not good. Um, Sakurai wrote Apocrypha? No. uh, No, that's um, Higashide? Higashide, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, Sakurai wrote... Prototype? uh, prototype fragments of blue and silver and okay. also um the roman
1: singularity what was it called um <laughs> oh my that god one. i feel like such a uh, cool. uh,
0: the nero wink one Sakurai's the... is just a big nero wanker is the point <laughs> and, all you nero and fans are writing stories and i like i like nero as a personality i think nero is super fun yes but Nero has the unfortunate tendency of only being written by people who are obsessed with Nero and thus becomes a detriment to whatever story she's in most of the time.
1: That's a fair take. I haven't played Ixtella and it's been a long time since I played Extra, but I definitely And I also haven't seen Last Encore yet. Um which oh, you I never watched that you. I never finished it. I watched a little bit of it. Okay. Mera was think... not
0: the problem with Last Encore, I <laughs> That's all I've heard. But, that, but that's because Nasu wrote that, and Nasu is like a competent writer. Yes, yes. They, usually. <laughs> usually, yes. <laughs> um, Yeah. Yes, but Extella Link is being written by Higashide. Uh, okay. And normally when I, I mean, first heard that, I was uh, I was not excited because... If there's one thing that's almost as badly written as Extella, it's Apocrypha. But Higashide has actually gotten like a lot better since Apocrypha. So and I've has, heard I can't remember exactly which ones, but has written like a bunch of like a at least one of the Lost Belts and one of the um what are they called? Uh, um Epic of Remnants. Epic of Remnants. Like yeah. ha- his later work has been much better than Apocrypha was. Yes. Uh, so I am willing to give him the benefit of the doubt at least until I play external Link.
1: Yeah, I definitely also like, I I still want to read the translations of the Apocrypha novels just because I have heard that some of the characters get better characterization and I feel like the problem with the Apocrypha anime was just that like they didn't have time to give any of the like 40 characters any characterization <laughs> um, and had time to give some of them cool fight scenes Yeah uh,
0: What I've, the consensus I've heard from people who have read it is that like there are like good development scenes that uh-huh. got cut out of the anime but like the overarching problems are no
1: different right i still want to i still want to read it so i can form my own opinion but i yeah. i do understand that the the Parker for hate is definitely justified it just gave us a lot of good boys and i just i i want to love it <laughs> that's fair mostly right. mostly for like i don't know achilles who is a piece of shit but who served me very well in grand order like Having an NP2 Achilles in uh, FGO has definitely made me view Achilles in a better flight. <laughs> um, that and the fact that that one episode where he fights Atalanta is really sick.
0: Alright. Do you want to go <laughs> on to the random wiki page part? Oh, sure. I guess we can just get into
1: that. Okay. Um, I will roll there... for
0: us unless you'd like to.
1: Um... I guess you rolled last time. I kind of want to roll. I kind of want to see what happens. Okay, go ahead. Where is the fucking, where's that button? At the top uh, where it says explore. Okay. Ah, random page. All right. Yes. Here we go. Oh, speaking of Apocrypha, it's oh left hand Xanadu Matrix. Oh, no.
0: <laughs> okay. <sighs>
1: All right. Uh, left hand right. Xanadu Matrix, colon, Left arm foundation of heaven's blessing parentheses oh never mind that's just the that's just the katakana reading um also called left hand fault tolerant colon left arm degenerate drive degenerative drive <laughs> is Amakusashiro tokisada's left arm that has the ability to reproduce his many miracles, his arms that have inspired hope for his believers to continue onto the road of hardships. Through him personally, raising continuous miracles, have transformed him, or have trans- have transformed into noble phantasms that materializes his legend. Similar to his right arm, it is a noble phantasm used upon himself. Um.
0: All right, so Amakusa Shiro's noble phantasms infamous for not making
1: any fucking sense. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's got the he's he's got the 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 the, the big arm twin crunch. He's got, <laughs> right. He's yeah. Got at the least beefy this isn't arms. the black hole arm, but <laughs> he's got the beefy boy arms.
0: Yeah. So he's got the the black and red one, and then this is
1: the blue and white one. This is the blue and white one. Yes. Okay. I'm actually. I actually have literally no idea what they do on their own. So I'm. I'm reading the second paragraph. Um, okay. This is really fucking good. Do you know what this does? Do you know what the left arm does? I actually don't. Now that you mention it. We've we've been stumped. The lore experts have been stumped. Um, oh, what the this fuck? This is the oh, Julia of the busted. random page button. Okay. Oh Give my god, okay. So here, I'm going to read this. Uh, it has the ability to connect to all Thaumaturgy foundations. All of them. Allowing him to use any sort of magecraft with its skeleton key. Uh, by linking to the foundation of all forms of magecraft, these noble phantasms make it possible to use To a certain degree, even magecraft that the user shouldn't know of as general knowledge. They are handy and convenient noble phantasms, but even if Shira was summoned as a caster, he still wouldn't stand a chance against a first-rate magus like Medea. However, this modest blessing of being able to use any magecraft without needing to master them is what allowed him to gain complete control of the Greater Grail. Oh, okay. Uh, And it also says his left arm has the ability, so that's the same one, it has... I actually don't know how this is connected with that, but it says his left arm has an ability similar to the eye of the mind false skill. Uh, by combining the two, the arms strengthen his baptism, right? I'm assuming this is FGO related. Oh no, those are from, um, those are from uh, the Apocrypha material. Um, the left arm allows for reinforcement and strengthening of his body It has the effects of eternal youth, allowing him to withstand over half a century without aging even while incarnated. That sounds like bullshit, but I guess (laughs) if he can use all magecraft, that maybe makes sense.
0: Oh, well, I guess that's, um, that explains why he still looks the same when he was summoned in World War II.
1: Yes, right. That he's just, he's got all the magecraft. Okay, Uh, so that's, uh, pretty fucking nuts. That's pretty fucking nuts. Also, eye of the mind false is just like sixth sense, right? Like, I believe. I believe so. it's. I believe it's eye of the mind false is, uh, like your innate sixth sense. Uh, and then, um, uh, is it just under mind's eye? Have people translated it? Eye of the
0: mind false is a natural talent to foresee slash sense and avoid danger on the basis of an innate sixth sense, intuition, or prescience.
1: Yes. And then yeah. true is, like, one that's gained from, like, battle experience, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, it's like yes, a, that's it's, correct. It's, like, a keen sense of just understanding things. Right. Okay, um, this
0: actually explains a lot, because... Yeah, it like, does. One of the the questions that's always baffled me about the ending of Apocrypha is how... Uh, <laughs>
1: Apocrypha spoilers. Amakusa <laughs>
0: Shiro, like, activates the grail to, like, start turning people into spirits and like achieve heaven's feel across the world before right. the war is actually over.
1: Right. Cause he just kind of like, it, it's actually, there's, there's like a, the, there's the gif of him doing it on the Wikipedia page where he just like, it's like that, that scene of him, I'm sending it to you now, but yeah. like where the part where he's like really buff and shirtless and he just like rips the grill open. Right. 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 And like goes inside. <laughs> so I guess that still feels like, the kind of
0: bullshit that apocrypha is full of that like doesn't actually make sense in the lore um that just by like by having a basic understanding of all forms of magecraft he can just like hit the grail button and make it go
1: (laughs) right you just slap the grail button
0: (laughs) right um still feels like that shouldn't actually work but at least it's good to know what the justification for that is
1: Yes. This is also part of the reason why I want to read Apocrypha because I feel like this is something that might get explained be more as like clear a clear if yeah. Right. Like that might get explained like by the narrator or something. Um <laughs> whereas in this it he just like fucking jams his his beefy arms into the grail and just rips it open. <laughs> right. Uh that's nutty. I don't know. Like all ther foundations is really good. <laughs> Even if he's bad at all of them. Uh You know that whole thing about, like, thaumaturgy foundations and, like, greater thaumaturgical rituals or whatever it's called? I don't think I do. Um, it's, like, basically, like, like a school of magic is a thaumaturgy foundation. Um, and thaumaturgy foundations are things that, like, humanity can, uh, engrave onto the world as, like, so it's, like, for instance, like, um... I don't know like uh like witchcraft or something like like witchcraft like people came up with witchcraft they like uh i'm trying to find the actual like technical definition of what it means to have like a um
0: to have a thaumaturgy foundation
1: yes i because i don't know where it exists but it's like it's like a basically like okay it's engraved upon the world i was right Okay. Um, 'Cause it's basically like so for instance, like, let's say a long ass time ago, there's a bunch of witches who are like, yo, let's come up with this like slightly niche, like magecraft thing. It's witchcraft. Um by coming up with all of the principles and like certain spells and traits that are like indicative to witchcraft, they created a thaumaturgical foundation. Um which is, quote, here's the wiki page, a body of pre established rules fomented per the faith of the populace. It is also called a greater magic formula um as a cluster of magic formulae, which uh, each of which runs a magecraft program written within it when a mage sends a command through their magic circuits to it um so basically like when you do witchcraft oh. you are accessing the thaumaturgical foundation which is grave engraved upon the worlds like via your magic circuits um to perform something that is like indicative to a certain like Quote, like, school, I guess, of magecraft. Oh, I
0: didn't realize that. Okay. Yeah. I actually so, did a
1: bunch of research for this when we were writing our um, our thing. I don't think it ever ended up being relevant, but I just wanted to know about yeah. it.
0: Yeah. Okay, so, wow, that's just like one of the things I've always said that I find really cool about the magic system in this series is mm-hmm. that uh, even like the lowest level amount of magecraft is not straightforward at all um <laughs> yes it's very true the the example i've used in the past is like the gonder shot is the closest thing that the series has to like a point this at your opponent to hurt them spell right but even that is not just like if they if you hit someone with their gonder, it hurts them it's a low level curse that reduces the physical vitality of the target
1: yes so yeah, now I mean, you, you've said that so much that you know the definition for gonder. Yeah, <laughs> uh <laughs>
0: So now it's complex, made even more complex so that it's not just like you cast this low-level curse at the person. It's you channel mana through your magic circuits to activate the thaumaturgical foundation that is inscribed upon the world in order to call forth from the world the gander shot that you then shoot at someone.
1: Right. Yes. Like, this is basically the... This is, like, the lore justification for, like, why you can have, like, a spell book. Um, like, you can learn Gondor because it's in a thaumaturgical foundation which has been engraved onto the world. Like, Gondor is a thing that exists now that you can access and then use yourself.
0: So then how does that interact with a magic crest? Because can't you only, like, cast... Well, I guess not only, but... Uh... The the Magecraft that is a part of the magic crest that is passed down through a family right. is easier for to cast than something that you're doing on your own.
1: Yes. So if I'm not mistaken, a magic crest is basically like it's it's basically like a bundle of circuits that has been passed down through like generations of like your mage's family line. Um and stored in it is also sort of a collective memory of certain spells. Um, so what I'm assuming happens, I can look this up, but what I'm like, what my instinct says happens is like, since you basically, it's kind of like your elemental affinity. Like if your elemental affinity is fire, that doesn't mean that you can't do like water or like air based spells. It yeah. just means that like fire comes more naturally to you. Right. Um, my assumption of this is that like it's it's easier to cast more difficult spells because they're stored in your crest. I'm also I also oh, think oh, that it, right. it shortens the incantation time. Um, like it lets you cast like higher count spells. Because um, there's that because... whole thing about like a single count, like a four count, a ten count ritual
0: right because the whole idea behind passing down the magic crest is that it lets generations like build on each other's knowledge rather than yes. forcing like each new generation of mages to like reproduce all of the work of their ancestors
1: yes exactly
0: so it, it's just like a the magic crest is just a shortcut to higher
1: level magecraft Yes, basically. So I'm, I'm assuming it's kind of, it's just like a way to cheat the system. Like, you're still probably, you're going through whatever, like, thaumaturgical system all of those things are rooted in, but you're just able to do it a little quicker. and
0: Without, like, learning the magic on your own. Right. You right. already know how to do that thing, but you still have to, like,
1: connect your magic circuits to the thaumaturgical foundation and all. Yes, right, right, right. Like, you've still, you have, like, the, like, literal, actual, like, ancestral memory of certain spells. But the actual, like, capability to perform those things is in the foundation.
0: Cool. This turned out to be a really good random page.
1: Yeah. (laughs) It was definitely, it just started as both of us being like, oh no, oh no, it's (laughs) it's the arms, the arms. Because we definitely had a conversation about, like, what the fuck does he even do? Why is his noble phantasm, like, why is it called Twin Arm Big Crunch? Like, what? Like, I still don't understand the black hole. Uh I thought that was like the grill
0: suck. <laughs> like what <laughs> happens with with Gil? No, 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 because remember when he's fighting um when he's fighting Sieg, he like cuts off or no, before he's fighting Sieg, when he's fighting Jean, he cuts oh. off his arm and it turns into the black hole in order to like absorb um Lapusel, right? Lapusel, yeah.
1: Yes yes and that then is
0: he he fights Sieg
1: what armed yes that's right and then right. they have their sick fight scene also i don't think there's any reference of uh i was just double checking the um the the magic crest page to see if there was any reference of Meturgical foundations but i'm like that feels like the logic to me <laughs> um okay what we just like outlined because it says a magic crest is a series of magic circuits that were given a more stable form in order to act as an archive of thaumaturgical capability. Um, and on the magic circuit page, it says that um, if magical energy is the force that actualizes the rules of a thaumaturgical foundation systems, then the magic circuits are the pipelines that convert magical energy and transmit that energy from the mages to the system. So it, it, it's just like a shortcut. Got it. Okay, cool. Yep. Yep. All right. I That's think that good. we'll wrap it up for this episode. Yeah. That was very informative. I feel very content with that. Yes. Let's, let's wrap up the episode. <laughs> we'll
0: end on a good note. Yeah. Uh, thank you again to everyone for tuning in. Uh, I hope you learned as much as we did about this wacky shit. <laughs> yeah.
1: Cause we, we definitely did some learning this episode. It was good. Um, be sure to follow us on Twitter at uh, the magic circuit um check us out on soundcloud which i'm pretty sure is soundcloud slash the dash magic dash circuit um i'll no, 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 double check that one <laughs> i i think you could uh i think i put the dashes in it because i was like oh without the dashes yes you're correct okay yeah it does have the dashes um and then uh the magic circuit okay dot simplecast dot, simplecast dot, dot FM. fm yes, yes. <laughs> um and that's where we've got everything so far. Uh, Samplecast lets you upload it to more places if you throw money at them. Um, it also
0: lets you download it. Is the reason SoundCloud lets you download it, down. I think. Oh, does it? Okay. I don't know. I've never used SoundCloud.
1: Okay. SoundCloud also high key. I know We're using Samplecast because it's like... I feel like Samplecast will be good for getting everything onto everywhere else, but SoundCloud lets you have higher audio quality. Um, <laughs> like, I uploaded a FLAC file, so our voices sound way better. You can listen to our amazing voices in higher quality there it's yeah (laughs) i care about those things (laughs) i'm glad you do yeah somebody has to uh
0: by the time we put this one out uh it might be the new year so in which case that spicy teased announcement might have happened so maybe everything we're we're talking about will be old news by the time it's real but uh, if that doesn't turn out to be a huge disappointment then we'll definitely do Uh, we'll definitely talk about that in the next episode and also what we will almost certainly talk about in the next episode is the 15 year anniversary of Fates Day Night I
1: thought that was January 30th, no? January January 15th was it? i think so oh
0: okay it's sometime in january it's sometime in
1: january we'll we'll talk about it speculate on it um we'll also probably talk about well actually i don't know if we will our our paid gacha results
0: (laughs) oh maybe i haven't decided if i'm gonna do that this year
1: oh yeah it's kind of a gamble because it's like 1 in 43 chance and Um, also it's been nothing but pain every time i've tried it in the past that is true i forgot about all of your suffering yeah um yes god that's tragic Yeah, well, we'll figure it out. We've got more things coming soon. So yeah, stay tuned. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.